Hey guys, it's Nate here from Truly Daybok with another episode of the Daybok cast because Jacob isn't here to host. <laughs> um, he's got school stuff again. He's a busy junior. Junior? Yeah, he's a junior. <laughs> yeah. He's a busy junior in college, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, jun- junior year was hell for me, too, so I, I, I feel I'm more than 100% Junior feel. year was when I, well, the second half of junior year, I did a co-op for eight months and then went straight to Korea for four months. So that entire year of 2012, I was just took a whole year off basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, neither of those things so were anywhere near as hard as school. Oh man. <laughs> um, but okay. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, the Daybot cast. Um, we are a group of friends who talk about K-pop and Korean entertainment and stuff going on in the industry. Um, and occasionally like random other stuff like sports and, uh, movies and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm Nathan, uh, and I'm joined by Andrew, who has three things usually. Number one, the most important thing of the three things is the Red Sox are going to the World Series. It's been a long five year drought. I can't believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm super happy they made it to the World Series. They beat the the Astros in five games. And per our arrangement last week with Jacob, he has to wear a Red Sox hat, but he does not have a Red Sox hat at college, so we're going to have to wait until Thanksgiving break for him to... Or I mean, he, I'm, he's, he's not too mad, mad about it anyway, because he's, he's a Red Sox fan. And he, anyway, it's just, yeah, basically, yeah. his his mutual hate, our mutual hatred of New York City, or of New York sports teams, is uh, will unite us in this. And, I mean, granted, like, yeah, yeah fuck LA anyway, too, just because they're, they're pretty garbage Did the Dodgers well. win? Yep, Dodgers are going to the World Series, so. Um, oh, interesting note, interesting note. Red Sox and Dodgers have only played each other 20 times in the past, like, over 100 years. The last time they played each other in the playoffs was in 1916. That's insane. Hmm. There's no one alive that that witnessed that that World Series at this point. So, yeah, like, this is some history shit going on. So, go Red Sox. Uh, I'm sure there might be a couple people alive. The, the 19, years, hundred maybe. Like if they were like a one year old, like, and they yeah. got, if they went to yeah, the, yeah. Like I don't parent. know if they, they. It's not like they're gonna remember it. Yeah, there's no there's one nobody, that was like ten years old. Yeah, there, there's probably no one alive that remembers that game. So that, that's that's in, that just that, that's crazy. Just how old baseball is. Uh, number two, I guess semi sports related, but uh, esports this time. For the first time in almost I think six years. There will not be a Korean champion at war- at League of Legends Worlds, which is just <laughs> incredible. Just because Korea is just basically just it's like StarCraft. Korea just basically dominated the scene for God knows how long, and yeah. of all the of all the teams to knock them out, it was a North American team. And no- Korea has never lost to a North American team in a best of five at Worlds ever, and they get 3-0'd by Cloud9 of all teams, which is just insane. So, yeah, we're gonna... There's there's guaranteed to be a Western team in the finals, so it's gonna be so interesting now. It's, like, it's really... It's really crazy just to see how... Like, the, there's just there's just been a joke. I, I don't know if it, it... If this is something that happened in StarCraft 2, where basically any time... Anytime a Korean team, like, or a Korean person, like, uh, loses a game or whatever, it's like, oh my god, the gap is closing, and then they just get, they just dominate, like, or they just get destroyed afterwards, but no, this is, it looks like the gap is closing, definitely, this time, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And number three, uh, 
Remember how I mentioned I might go to Halucon uh, about that? Uh, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, Halucon is on fire, uh, which is what I wrote down in my notes. Um, so, yeah, they ended up canceling the entire event. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just a mess. Like that's probably, in terms of like just like complete utter fuck ups, it's probably up there with like Fire Festival and DashCon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, don't know it, if it was that screwed up, but I mean, but like, just like all this, yeah, it, yeah, it was just a giant empty promise. Yeah, unfortunately, and I feel bad for a lot of like the the smaller groups like Blunk Seven and Busters that were supposed to go. So, yeah, yeah, I, I feel really bad, and hopefully they still end up getting to come over here to the U.S. So, those are the yeah, three exactly. things. Also, just a really like last minute reminder: if you're not watching the full episode, the the contest is still up, and as of right oh, now, we have uh, one submission. Yeah, as of right guaranteed now, guaranteed winner. Yeah, there's a guaranteed winner as of right now. So if you want to, if you want to uh, win this um, pencil case and the uh, ID cards for BTS, you just have to follow the instructions that we laid out on our Twitter. It's pin our pin post. All right, that's it. Okay, uh, let's go to topic one, which is going to be a very serious topic, um, and then we'll get into album reviews, where we review Bubbly Girl Group's music. Yeah, <laughs> so, there's, there's, there's no um, easy way to transition, unfortunately. Yeah, there's not really going to be transition, um, but yeah, so topic one's going to be pretty serious. Um, so yeah, I'll let you take it over. Um, okay, so basically just the title of this is probably just going to be uh, The East Light and Abuse in K-Pop. Um, so basically I just want to kind of like have it focus or use uh, like this like recent story to just sort of like bring a generalized topic about abuse and all that sort of stuff. So uh, just as a general warning, I know like the, the word trigger warning has kind of been like bastardized over yeah. like the, go- the past like five or six years but this is like an actual like legitimate trigger warning if you have any sensitivity to the subject of like abuse or um any sort of nature uh, or are uh like sensitive to descriptions of graphic violence uh yeah definitely just it's probably one you can skip but if you're able to endure it i would definitely suggest listening to this just because i feel like we have something uh important to say in regards to the topic so um uh just a I'm sure there's, uh, like, it's pretty crazy to see, like, this story breaking with the East Light just because there's such a unknown group in general. So for those of you that aren't really familiar with the group, the East Light, they are an idol band that is signed under the label Media Line Entertainment. They debuted in 2016, and all of their members, I believe, are currently under the age of 18. Like, they're very young. <laughs> like, they're, they debuted, well, the like, they, one. The one guy is eighteen, I think, or is he seventeen? Yes, yeah, so they just they're they're they they they're basically just coming of age at this point. Yeah, they've been they've been doing it since they were kids. So the members consist mm-hmm. of uh, Sokchol, who is the leader and the drummer, Unsung, who's the vocalist and the keyboardist, uh, Sunghyun, who is a, the brother of Sokchol, he plays the bass, Jinwook plays the guitar, Sangang play, is the one of the main vocalists and also uh, plays guitar, and you have Iwujin, who is a vocalist and also just kind of plays keyboard from time to time and he's probably the most um famous member of the group because he was in uh produce 101 season two and famously he was best friends with kang daniel and that's kind of how kang daniel ended up getting number one because of his friendship with Eugen. so yeah it's we've def- yeah. we've been covering uh the east light and Eugen and the rest of the members for uh uh since last year um so uh 
in regards to this uh, story of abuse, uh, some uh, user called Balloon Wanted on Reddit just did an amazing job. Uh, make, they basically made a mega thread, sort of uh, providing a timeline of the events and everything. So I have that up right now, and I'll definitely give a link to that just because uh, I gotta give credit where credit's due because that make that made my job compiling all of this information so easy because there's a lot of sources that aren't translated into English or they're just various yeah. like sort of uh, news stories breaking all at the same time. So I'll just go through that. So. Uh, the story starts on October 18th, uh, first reported by Export News. Uh, they uh, broke the story regarding the East Lights, uh, uh, this East Light abuse scandal, where um, they just, at this point, it was just anonymously, um, or just, they didn't name any names, but somebody named Producer A was uh, found to be abusing the members of uh, the East Light, and uh, according to the report, they were be. Uh, some of the items that were used or some of the techniques and methods that were used to abuse them or they were beaten with a baseball bat um like they choke them out with a microphone or hit them with the microphone they had guitar strings tied around their neck and if they made a mistake they'd like they he just like pull tight and like yeah. if you if you have any it's basically like, torture yeah it's it basically wasn't torture. abuse it was literally yeah. torture and if you know anything about playing guitar like guitar string like Guitar, it, it's yeah, like they're sharp. They could yeah, cut you. Yeah, it, 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 it's very sharp. Very, very, very painful if it's pressed into your skin. Um, uh, at this point, uh, the uh, the CEO of Media Line Entertainment, Kim Chung Wan, was also uh, accused of uh, like gross negligence and. Uh, according to the report that the group uh, pled with him and like sort of like notified him of the abuse but uh, those pleas went uh, ignored uh, also um, in response on the same day uh, media line entertainment um, did confirm that uh, producer a uh, the the incident was uh, brought to their knowledge about a year and four months prior um, and according to them, the situation was settled, but the CEO denied any part of or any partaking in the abuse. And uh, according to the quote, he or, or according to the story, he said that basically he treats them like, or he'd only scold them as much as he, like a parent would a child, or he like he just like that's the type of relationship that he had with uh, the group. Uh, on October nineteenth. We have uh, Isak Chol, the uh, leader and the drummer. He holds a press conference in regards to the abuse scandal, and he just straight up names producer A to be Moon Yong Il, who again works at Media Line Entertainment. Uh, and uh, how this story was uh, pressed or just sort of brought to light was um, the parents of Sok Chol and Song Yun, who again uh, the bassist and the drummer are brothers. Um, their parents discovered bruises on their body and. Uh, that sort of uh, prompted prompted them to uh, take action or just to bring uh, bring it up with the uh, media entertainment company because you have to remember these are minors so obviously the parents are going to be very involved in uh, all of all aspects of uh, the 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 situation of their career basically regard regardless of this abuse scandal um, taking place. Um, uh, according to Sukchol, they were still receiving verbal abuse as of October 4th, despite the CEO or the, the official statement from Media Line Entertainment stating that the uh, situation was resolved. And he also claimed that the CEO, Kim Chang-wan, would uh, actually just watch them uh, as they were getting beat uh, by uh, the producer, Moon Yong-il, and that... Both Song Chol and uh, Song Yun were receiving some type of uh, uh, 
psychologic therapy to sort of deal with the trauma of the abuse that it, it really just left an impact on them and that they were planning to take uh, media or just they're basically planning to sue or just hold uh, media line entertainment liable uh, for legality or even criminal actions if they could bring about a criminal case and uh, both member, uh, both Sokchol and uh, Songyun uh, had decided to leave the group though there was also some report about um, Sokchol possibly getting kicked out of the group in regards to bringing this story public uh, and which leads into uh, on the same day uh, JTBC's newsroom uh, released an audio recording uh, I presumably provided by uh, Sokchol where he record or basically he just it's incriminating evidence basically of uh, yeah. the the CEO Kim Chang Wan just basically trying to hush them or just trying to hush him or just basically trying to yeah. pre- prevent him from going public with the story so uh, I have the Soompi article up here they've uh, provided a translation so uh, just a, it's a small excerpt so quote if you've entrusted someone with something then you need to leave it alone even if they beat you to death if you make the paper as a celebrity you won't have any ground to stand on you who's going to take in a kid with problems you can't make a big deal out of this you can't your parents will just be more upset 10 times more upset than they are now so yeah it's just very apparent that they're trying to just kind of like keep the situation on the hush hush because yeah yeah, I mean, uh, it's not a big company to start with, so the last thing they'd probably want is any type of negative press. Um, on the October 20th, we have uh, Kim chang Uh He uh, provides an interview, I believe. I'm not sure if it's with... The, the source was Naver, but I'm not entirely sure if the interview was conducted with Naver themselves or through another uh, uh, media um, outlet. But uh, in regards to the interview, he basically was just... Um, sort of uh, denying any of the accusations laid against him and there's a Twitter account that helped provide the translations so um, it's up on the screen but I'll read some of the ex- excerpts of uh, of it so quote I toler- he said I tolerated assault I have tears in my eyes I really want to cry now I've been in the industry 30 years if you do not treat your artist as a child you will never get their love I have to treat them pretty and love them people will love them uh, end quote. And then, quote, if you know me, you know the story of him in, re- in regards to Sokchol is ridiculous. The father of Songhyun and Sokchol's brother is a detective. I think they framed this to make me a bad person. He sees me as a bad guy in the media. That's what I think. So, yeah, he's definitely just, it's kind of like a damage yeah. control uh, situation um, at this point. And uh, this is probably the worst um, in terms of, like, uh like actual evidence so yeah definitely this is like i won't show the pictures because they're brutal but um yeah on october 21st uh they held another press conference in regards to the abuse scandal except uh it was via both sokchol and songyun uh appeared in public this time um and yeah they, they showed graphic photos like really disturbing photos where um basically just uh i'm guess i'm guessing it's sokchol or like you could see like the like all like down like the buttock and the thighs just like really like deep like black bruises like nothing like like 
that's not that, that's something that wouldn't come from just like I don't know like a yeah falling over or like something. a like yeah it, it that's not no that's not natural or whatever just like it's basically yeah. it, 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 it it's really disturbing and like they'd have like there was like spots of blood on the top of their scalp and everything um and information that was revealed in this press conference includes um the fact that Moon Young Il actually returned to Media Line, I guess he was um, dismissed or just sort of on, put on like a vacation. But he ended up returning to the company on October 4th without notifying either the members of East Light or their parents. Um, and sort of just to address the fact that the other members hadn't really said anything until then, it's. Or they explained it as just because the other members were still under contract, so they were kind of afraid to speak out against the company or just like maybe the company was sort of trying to keep them silent, whereas Suk Chol and Song Yun had left and were freely able to uh, speak and uh, dis- divulge all this information. Um, and they are also planning to bring legal action and maybe some uh, liability against Lee Jong-yeon, who was a director and a manager for Media Line Entertainment, because he, according to him, he claimed that he didn't hear any of the abuse, despite um, apparently uh, the CEO, Chang uh, Wan, they were on the same floor. Chang uh, Wan and Jong-yeon were on the same floor, and Lee jo- Jong-yeon says he didn't see any, he didn't hear or like witness any of the abuse, whereas Chang uh, Wan mentioned that he did hear some type of like noise going on so there's a discrepancy between uh, all the the stories and also they were um looking into because uh, i believe like they, they have a child protection act in korea much similar anywhere really just yeah. even in the united states where the yeah this is basically just it's almost like a open and shut case of child abuse regardless of just like workplace uh, abuse on top of that Mm-hmm. Uh, on the twenty second, they uh, yeah, they, is when they file the official um, uh, court uh, motion against uh, Moon Young Il, and on the same day, they uh, they manage to or Media Line Entertainment decides to uh, terminate the contracts of the rest of the members of uh, of the East Light. So that's Unsung, Jeonwook, Sangang, and Woo Jin. And uh, according to the official statement, they said that they will cooperate with the investigation. And that is the basic timeline of events um, leading up to today. Basically, they they only really they only announced the termination just a couple of like this morning. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, uh, I guess just with all the like the facts and information out of the way, uh, I'd like to sort of just like uh, I guess leave the the discussion open or just like draw conclusions from this um from this information so i'll, I'll let you go first nates because i've been doing all the talking so far yeah um yeah i mean it's pretty clear like that there's something happened like there's evidence all over the place um it's not like they went into this um without any evidence and we're just kind of accusing them because they wanted to get out of a contract or something like it's pretty clear that these these are fucking assholes basically mm. um mm. and hopefully they rot in jail and um i don't know if they will um <clears throat> but because I, I really have no idea on the insights of korea's court system and stuff um but yeah i it sucks because like well, obviously it sucks but like uh it's just like i don't on this you just have to be a special kind of insane to do stuff like this mm-hmm. um 
to children and nonetheless like to children remember, yeah exactly like these these um, are they i mean we've def we've definitely divulged about the fact that like basically as k-pop artists are almost robbed of their teenage and adolescent years yeah. because they, they they're not normalized like other people are because they're already working at like thir- 13 14 15 16 yeah, and yeah they're spending literally all their free time after school training um from like the ages of 10 onward uh for some of them mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah literally these these kids like worked their asses off to achieve their dream and they signed to a company that just has literally psychopaths running it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, and just completely ruins their their childhood and their dreams. Um, hopefully they can get, they, if they want to keep going, they can and they can get signed somewhere else. Um uh, obviously, it would be understandable if they don't want to anymore. Yeah, I mean, at this, uh, the type at this po- of trauma they've gone through is yeah, ridiculous. I mean, at, at this point, it's kind of just like a given that Sukchul is probably done because, like, all like yeah. if you're getting if you're getting like fucking like psychological or if you're getting therapy for this kind of shit, the last thing you want to do is oh, the last thing you want to do is yeah, yeah. Why would you well? Like just as a just as like a precaution, like you wouldn't like why risk uh, putting yourself through that again? Yeah. Uh, I guess as on my end, like the conclusions that I drew from this were, this is probably more of a common occurrence than we know of to be completely like disturbingly honest. Like this, this probably is a normal thing, unfortunately. And it's just, I wouldn't say it's normal, but it's definitely, this isn't the first time. It won't be the first. Um, It won't be the last last time. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. it, It sucks. And, um, I feel like, yeah. Just through all of the evidence and testimony, it definitely Mm -hmm. seems like uh, the the CEO is like him, like acting like grossly negligent is as heinous of an act as the actual abuser in Moon Young Il, just because basically he knew that it was going on. And he instead of um, either firing him or um, getting them help or just like like they were pleading with him to just like, hey, we're getting he's literally like treating us like garbage and like uh, like hitting us and in uh, abusing us. And he just tried to hide it. So that's just that that's that, that's even worse in my eyes. And mm-hmm. Again, this is probably mere speculation on my uh, on my part. Again, we're not um, none of us are uh, certified psychologists or like criminal uh, analysts or whatever. But I'm I get the only like sense of logic I could see in as to why maybe they've acted this way, both in part of uh, the CEO and the producer uh, Moon Young Il, would be they're a small company. And the East Lights probably like the only group that they have going for them. To be completely honest, because and before, no, oh, yeah, this company's done. Yeah, before produce one hundred and one season two, I had never heard of Media Line Entertainment. Yeah, and no one knew who they were. I had never heard of the East Lights. So basically, like this is their cash cow, and with the mild success and popularity that they gained through uh, Iwo Jin being on produce one hundred and one. They, the last thing they they wanted probably is any negative publicity or any of these uh, accusations of abuse, and probably the CEO was trying to cover the company's ass basically by trying to hide it, and it just ended up just blowing yeah, up ten times much, worse. They had too much evidence against them, so yeah, and I mean like yeah, it's just like it seems like yeah, basically he was just like he wanted 
it's a it's a super competitive industry and basically they literally it's it was to the point that maybe he was just more willing to turn a blind eye to all the abuse if they ended up um keeping them in the black at the end of the year every um every financial year so so to speak um and again like like we said we mentioned this isn't an isolated incident not even just like in general like this year there was another incident involving a group called uh, MASC um where one of the members straight up put an Instagram photo or an Instagram post of him like with all these uh like bruises and cuts and all this stuff on his like his scalp and apparently it was uh conducted by another member so again this isn't even just um an employee employer situation it's just employees like abusing each other as well so um I think just in general, it's sort of uh, it sort of calls into question. And I mean, again, we're outsiders, so again, obviously, we don't. I mean, we are we aren't fully in the know, obviously, being not being uh, exposed to Korean work environment. But I feel like it sort of calls into question, like the just in general of like the 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 environment that. Korean companies tend to have and I mean obviously nothing not everything is this bad not everything is this bad when it comes no, to yeah. just sort of abuse but um just with the the sudden rise of Korea as a uh, technological power they have the, like their, their GDPs I believe in like the top like 50 at this point just because of like their um the advancements that Samsung and LG are making in the tech industry um they they have the 10th highest suicide rate in the world um, mm. yeah, the, 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 the number among men is just insane. So yeah, it's just, I, I just see this like really bad recurring problem when it comes not just to, like in the idol industry. And I mean, just like you, you could definitely make conclusions about how like, uh, abuses are just rampant in just any aspect of Korean show business. But I mean, again, I, I've mentioned this before, but like when it comes to like netizens and just like the toxic atmosphere that sort of surrounds this where you get into hate like whether you're an actor an esports athlete any type of public figure like it's definitely there's definitely a problem because i mean like every other country on that list of the highest suicide rates is either like a third world country or a developing country like yeah korea is one of the highest or among like first yeah. world nations so there's definitely and again, I get as an Asian person myself, I understand how much Asian culture really, um, really uh, just sort of emphasizes work ethic and hard work and all that sort of stuff, and how just like that's mm-hmm. what helps bring pride to your country and bring pride to your family, and anything short of that is a disgrace. But again, there's just a really that just could, that that in itself can like that, uh, like sort of like capital or capitalistic nationalism uh, is it could turn it incredibly toxic as we've seen no, yeah, yeah. before it's, it's, yeah it's not mentally healthy the yeah, no. le- the levels that it's taken to yeah um like obviously you should have pride in your work and you should work hard but not to the point of like mental exhaustion and and depression um and that's mm-hmm. what you see um and then the other thing is like and like you said with netizens is a perfect example it's just korea has a like a big bullying problem um especially among kids asia in general um, just like again it, yeah 
like Korea, China, Japan, just like their internet culture. I mean, internet culture is pretty toxic here, but again, we've 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 spoke we've spoken at length about how very yeah intense it is in comparison. Yeah, and that, that kind of is like what I feel like happened with like the mask situation. Like that was just one kid bullying another, which doesn't make it any better. Um, but like that's super common. Um, I don't. I like obviously it happens but I like to think that the companies aren't abusing the kids like well it's hard to say that cuz literally every company is abusing idols because they're like, overworked and overworked, underfed and underpaid like yeah and underpaid and everything but literally like physically abusing them yeah it's most I, companies, I would say, probably aren't doing that. I, At least I, any company you've ever heard of. That's the uh, problem. Is it's all the unknown companies that? Yeah, just like I, 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 I hope to God that no other companies are doing any type in any of this type of shit. And yeah, unfortunately, what I'm afraid of is that because um, I mean, all of these like CEOs of companies or whatever, they I feel like a lot of them are just sort of uh, they're all friends with each other or whatever. So I feel like it, they're more. In, they're more likely inclined to paint this as maybe an isolated incident as opposed to a just sort of an industry-wide problem which i'm and i mean again just like the timing of this story is just very uh just coincidental because um if you're not following video games there's just been a really big story in regards to uh rockstar games the company that makes uh grand theft auto 5 and is about to release uh red dead redemption 2 there was a huge uh controversy in regards to uh the one of the heads of the of Rockstar Games just bragging almost about how people would put in hundred hour weeks to finish the game, which is just again yeah. I don't know if that's I that's not normal at least in my eyes. No. Like that's just the, the, basically if you if you do the math, you're you've or you're you have like less than an hour. Like outside of like eating and sleeping, you have less than an hour of uh, like non work time, which is just super yeah. unhealthy and I wouldn't surprise like that's a normal thing in like Asian countries as well where like I, I, I've, I've watched an anime or whatever just like detailing the in, like the work environment of like the anime industry or just like the video game industry and it's common for um, people to sleep like even in the even in the west like it's common for people to like sleep at their office and then just wake up and then go back to work again just so they can like it, the, the yeah, concept yeah. is called crunch where you're just trying to hit a deadline and you're basically yeah you you're, there's no like your your life is just basically work and that's yeah it, it that is so bad for your all aspects of your mental and physical health and i'm just it's why i never wanted to do a like uh, go into an industry like uh, I mean no, no no disrespect to like a video game industry or like the idol industry or anything or just any type of like public figure or any type of like industry like that it's just like the work hours that you have to put you're expected to put in it's just not worth like the amount of like long uh, permanent like lasting damage that you're doing to yourself like and if you've mm-hmm. you've spoken at, uh, you've spoken to us personally about this before like you usually like use uh, for those that don't know Nate is a uh, he's a developer and a programmer so basically like he you'd have the you'd have the choice of like working with like software companies and like all these other things but you just you, you said you'd avoid it you specifically avoided going into any type of video game industry or its type of job yeah I like one made a decision out of college that like yeah I one I didn't want to go into games because I knew so well several things like yeah they're incredibly overworked when I when a project is finishing up 
um, with crunch time. Um, the, like, your job security is completely screwed because you most care most developers most people on a project or a contract yeah so the contract instant the game is done so you, you have do, to go you, find a new one and you don't you don't receive any type of 401k or health benefits it's yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just the yeah, same thing um, in the fashion I'm a, I'm a shoe designer for those that aren't um um, there for those that are new, um, yeah. So just very, uh, it's a very common tactic in um, the yeah. fashion industry to just hire freelancers or contractors. It's it's much cheaper on the on the on the company's end. You don't have to worry about like having full time employees and that sort of thing. You get all the benefits of having full time employees. Yeah, and not even the games industry. I made the conscious decision. Like, I it's most. Oh, I wouldn't say most. I would say probably half or more of the people in computer science like degrees want to go work at the like high tech companies over in like California and stuff and I just to me that didn't make sense because like you're going to learn a ton but and you're going to make a lot more money like salary wise but your cost of living's insane and you're overworked there too, where mm-hmm. you're expected to work sixty plus hour weeks. Yeah, which so, is like, incredible. Relatively, I'm making more money here because I'm paying a lot less to live here, and mm-hmm. I'm not. I actually have my own free time. Like to me, work life balance is very important. Yeah, it's super important. Um, that's something. That's something I had to learn the hard way because. Um, yeah. I basically like early like when I was first starting out like I thought or just to finish stuff I thought like it'd be normal to just go from like nine to nine or like nine to eight every day and I just yeah. like, like it, it destroyed me that's like, it's not worth it yeah it's a huge part of the reason why I really I got I got a really bad flu earlier this year I was gone from like a bunch of episodes and everything like yeah it's just it like not maintaining that work-life balance or just like I'd have bad eating like I'd I'd skip lunch or just like I'd eat lunch at weird yeah. times that sort of things and, yeah just like um, yeah, maybe it's it's partially my fault. Yeah, I definitely, I'm, I consider myself a workaholic, but de- I'm definitely take I, I'm trying to appreciate the work life balance way more than I did before, just because I thought I had way more energy. But yeah, and even at like even at 25, I I can't handle that anymore. And yeah, with industries like software development or becoming an idol or just like any type of industry where there's more demand than there is. Um, actual for like spots basically you're replaceable like like as blunted mm-hmm. as it is to say like basically the reason why a lot of these abuses are like the reason why a lot of these abuses happen like the idol industry or whatever is because there's more than enough there's more than enough willing recruits that are willing to put themselves through this torture and yeah basically there's people that are willing to like put themselves through it regardless of like any of like the the risks so yeah, there there's no, and the, like there's no there's no such thing as a type of union when it comes to idols either, which I no, think would yeah. be which I think would be a good idea because like the the I know um they're pretty big on unions in Korea like um there was recently a a union strike in regards to uh I believe the a bunch of workers at like KBS or like SBS or like a bunch of like the big uh, yeah yeah well, uh, public yeah. a big uh. Uh, the big uh, I think it was KBS. Yeah, it was a bunch of companies or um, a bunch of employees where they, yeah, they, yeah. they were like strike. They went on strike in regards to like I don't know like uh, false like news reports or just like working conditions and that sort of thing. So I mean, that's definitely a potential solution to this if they could provide some type of union that could protect. Um, well, because again, remember most idols start working very young ages. So again, this is like a child. 
uh, abuse or child labor uh, sort of thing as well on top of that. So, I mean, uh, what other, like, would there be any other solutions that you could probably, like, think of just besides, like, not having insane people running a company? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Like, you... It's so hard to deal with something like that. Um, that... I have no idea how to even get around, like, to fixing it. Um, yeah, I think unions would be a good idea. It's never going to happen, unfortunately. But Never. <laughs> um, that's really the only good way I can think of um, protecting the artists. Uh, other than, yeah, I don't know. Other than, I mean, like, we've seen sort of, uh, like, with Hyuna and Idan and all, all these other artists, like Soyeon and uh, Jessica and Tiffany, like, a lot of arti- or a lot of artists that are maybe, like, striking it out on their own or just, like, going to companies that are... Yeah, making, like, yeah, making trying their own to, company. Yeah, just trying to get more creative control. And, like, yeah, they basically, but, you, you, you put yourself at less risk of being abused or mistreated by a company where you're just a faceless, yeah. like automaton uh if you're if you have more of that control so i i I hope that's i hope i honestly hope that's the trend uh the problem with that though is like you can't do that until you're already big yeah basically there's no infrastructure Um, set up for that yeah yeah it's not like a new group's gonna be able to do that Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i don't know it's it's a really tough situation hopefully it doesn't happen again unfortunately it probably will will um but yeah, hopefully they can get back on their feet if they want to, um, come back into the industry and yeah, hopefully they can, Korea can do something about it. Uh, hopefully they, those, that producer and that CEO get a ridiculous jail time, mm-hmm. get sued the hell out of and can never work anywhere again because they don't deserve to. Yeah. Um, they deserve to be in jail for the rest of their lives, in my opinion. Mm, yeah, there's um, there's no room for error when it comes to child abuse because that's like you're yeah. soup, these are you these aren't adults basically. You're not, it's super not even child abuse. Up. It's yeah, Anytime. people you're that are working for you, like mm. that are like trying to learn from you and achieve their dreams from you. Like mm-hmm. they trusted you with their dreams and you literally yes. tortured them. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's just sort of, like, the main thing we should take away from this is just regardless of, like, idle industry or any, if you're in any line of work, basically, just don't, like, it might be hard. It definitely might be hard, but don't let, don't let any, comp- don't let anyone take advantage of you, let alone your employer, basically. Like, you are, yeah. like, know your rights, know that you have control over your environment, and if you there's something that you don't enjoy, just, like, you have, you have the power to leave. I mean, like. That's definite. That's the great thing about like a lot of uh, Western societies that you, you 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 you're not enslaved or you're not forced to work at any one place if you really if you, it's really bad enough. So I, that that'd just be my takeaway from this is just that like know know your worth. Just like in general, it's it's a super yeah. like overplayed sort of concept, but know your worth in terms of um, 
what you're willing to put yourself through to achieve any goal or dream or any um, financial stability that you wish to receive in life. So just yeah, like mm-hmm. always keep that in mind, especially for the uh, all all you younger ones out there that might not be that might still be in school. Like just always keep that in mind. And we're we're, we're but I I can definitely I, I can assure you we're both speaking from experience when we when we say these sort of things. So. Yep, and yep. I, obviously we, we wish we wish the East Light the members the best. Um, and yeah, definitely. I, I, I hope they can get help, and definitely if you are receiving any type of abuse, please, please uh, don't be afraid to speak out. And I hope this, I hope the story is as bad as it is, helps inspire people to speak out on their own abuse if they're uh, enduring yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, you want to move on? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, let's go to something way more lighthearted. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I really um, don't know how you transition away from this this topic. About Jesus Christ! Bubbly girl group albums. Okay, topic two is going to be from us nine's album from nine, and Andrew is going to take this one. Uh, before I get in, or before I get into the uh, actual album review, I have the Wikipedia page for the term love bombing here. Quote, love bombing is attempt an attempt to influence a person by demonstration of attention and affection. It can be used in different ways and can be used for either positive or negative purpose. Members of the Unification Church of the United States use it to convey general genuine expression of friendship, fellowship, interest, or concern. Critics of cults use the phrase with the implication that love is feigned and the practice of psychological manipulation is a, in order to create a feeling of unity within the group against a society perceived as hostile. Okay. With that out of the way, let's Promise get in. Nine stands are a cult, <laughs> and I'm part of it. Yep, yep. I'm. I'm. That's 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 me all all day. So, this is uh, from his nine's um, single album entitled "From Nine. This is the first uh, release of theirs um, since the last one, or this is the first release since uh, Jung Gyuri uh, has rejoined the group. Jung Gyuri was on uh, Produce 48, um, most famous for the stupid high note that they kept playing goddamn, like, every <laughs> five seconds. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is a full, uh, it's an OT9. <laughs> it's an yep. OT9 release, you could say. So, first song is the, where'd my mouse go? is the title track, which is Love Bomb, as I mentioned. So, okay, as I've kind of mentioned like before on the podcast and the show about like how basically I had my uh, NCT 127 Come to Jesus moment with From His Nine at um, KCON this year, and this only just reaffirms how much I love From His Nine. Like... Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many like YouTubers just collectively shook over one song before. Like this is unprecedented. Like, like React to the K loves this. Like is just obsessed with this song. Um, Freaking like PD said he cried in the middle of his reaction to this song. <laughs> like just like we everyone in our Discord just keeps posting every live performance of it. Like it's just incredible to see how many people like love this one song. From like a yeah. random group, like this is we're not talking like BTS or like freaking EXO or NCT or Twice or whatever. This is from his nine, and like everyone's in love with it. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say like probably the reason why I like this song so much is it's 
it reminds me of uh, Red Velvet, like the maybe the uh, like Russian roulette era, or just like that sort yeah. of like just both visually and sonically, and that sort of like it definitely gives off a Red Velvet vibe. Like even the 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 music video is screams that sort of uh, aesthetic that Red Velvet adds to their songs. Um, that's really excellent, like music. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to, there's so much to say about it. Honestly, like I said, like I was joking, like in our Discord, like I could probably like I could do an hour podcast just on this one song alone. Like that's how much I love this song. Like, like this, like, there's this really cool like arpeggio, like do 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 like during the verses and everything. This is like so addicting. Like this, the the bridge that they have is just incredible and. It has like this like slight future based tinge, and then they do a really good job of before they go back into the chorus. They add, they go back to the intro part with like the all the tick tick da dee da. Like the they mm-hmm. they help use the the intro um, to reintroduce the chorus and everything. Oh my god! Like <laughs> I, I, we're not alone here because it it, it 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 it's what like it's been less than uh, like a week or two, and it hit five million views. Like it mm-hmm. took it took uh, Dugan Dugan like. Maybe all of like uh, four months to hit four point five. So they literally just hit that mark. They they blew that mark away in two weeks. Um, I'd say maybe the only minor complaint I'd have would just be uh, in terms of the choreo. I don't find the choreo as creative or appealing as Dugan Dugan's. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the choreo. I love the choreo. It's just I feel like oh, they kind of maybe it could have been more to it. I, I I like more intricacy in my girl group choreo or just choreo in general. Have you not notice the L-O-V-E part? Like it's I so like, intricate I and do. so fast. Like, yeah, there, there are some parts. I didn't even catch it the first time. There are some parts that I do enjoy, but yeah, it's, I, w- I would like, like to see more, but um, oh man, I, I, this is probably like the first like comeback of theirs that I'm definitely starting to appreciate the members a lot more than I did before. Like, um, I think at this point I have to say like Gyuri is my bias. Um, she has like the stupidest, prettiest eye smile. I'm sorry. She's giving, she's giving Tiffany a run for her money. Um, she, she, she reminds me of Sogi just vocally, which is probably, which probably adds to like the red velvet comparisons. Um, Nakyung's hair is just like this awesome, like two tone sort of thing. Is that the, the split one? Yeah, not like young. Half and half. Okay, because I didn't know her name, but yeah, I, 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 I only know like awesome. I only know like Judy, Serum, G One, Not Young. Uh, I forget the rest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think there's like a Che Young and something in there. Um, I love like the fuses that they have on their head. Like, guaranteed, that's they're gonna they're gonna sell that and they're gonna make so much money off of selling those like fuse headbands or like that's that might be their light stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. Also, in terms of production, in production, uh, it sucks that Jacob's not on here because this is the same production team that worked on Heart Shaker. So, no yep. wonder, no wonder it's an it was an awesome song. So that's enough for me talking gushing about Heart Shaker or not Heart Shaker, uh, Love Bomb. Uh, so good. Um, no, yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, I was into From Us before, um, but like really when Dugan Dugan came out. Um, was when I like really started to pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I bought this album by the way. Uh, but uh, who'd you get as a yeah? Card? This song, I don't know. I actually, I was thinking about. It. I haven't opened it, so I was oh, literally thinking it, about it, opening it. it right now. No, I didn't know. But uh, like this song is probably my number two song right now, like <laughs> of the year. 
Yeah, no, like I, this song is so good. Um, it didn't beat Get It for me. Get It's still number one, and I don't see that ever not being the case. But it's just like the perfect example of how to do like catchy girl group pop without being too repetitive. Um, the vocal lines are just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the catchy parts are just perfectly catchy. Um, I, I liked the choreo a lot. It really stood out to me with all the stuff they do with their hands. Um, like I said, doing the L-O-V-E part, like it's so fast that I didn't even notice it at first, um, until I'd watched a few like live stages. Um, I don't know, like, yeah, like you said, the fact that they go back to the beginning part for like the bridge, like right to bring back the chorus is like perfect. Um... The music video is ridiculous and fits the song really well. Just, yeah, like, literally everything about the song is amazing. I can't stop listening to it. Oh, I can't and stop it's either. My, <laughs> it's my number two song, and I'm trying to open this album to see who my photo card is. I mean, I did you know. did you ever, like, with how sour we are, we're on From Is, or how sour I was on From Is, did you ever expect from his nine to put out one of the, possibly one of the best songs of the year? And, like, that's not, like, um, that's no bullshit even, like... Like, probably not. Yeah, I no, mean, I, I wasn't soured on them. I was a fan, but I didn't expect them to. Woo! I got knocked you... on. Oh, yeah, oh. I got two. Wait, show, show the two, camera. I want to see. There's three. Well, there's a big one and then two small ones. Well. Audio listeners, he is unboxing the album. You're getting a live unboxing. The problem is I don't know all the members. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Just hold it up to the camera and then maybe somebody in the... I, if you know all the members that, in the comments. I don't know if that's... That's not Geary, is it? Maybe? That's Geary. Oh, you, come that on. That's Geary. You could, you, could, you could tell and that then, I... You could see that eye smile from a mile away. Uh, this is High Young because it says on the back. Okay. And then I got Not Young as well. Who's probably my new bias? Oh yeah, the hair, the hair definitely. The hair, I, the hair is so good. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, G. I I said like after um for Dugan Dugan, I was like, oh, I'm a G1 stand. Um, because especially after seeing them live, I was like, oh, I'm a G1 stand. But I'm like, damn it, no, now I'm a, now I'm a Gary stand. I'm sorry, I just fell I was, in love with Gary. I was Serum all the time, but the hair got me for not killing. <laughs> oh, okay. but, I mean, yeah, I just like yeah. there's there's nothing else we could really like. Like no, you, when we, it comes to this we can only gush about the song so much. <laughs> it's just go listen to it. Yeah, it's seriously. So if you good. haven't listened you to this song, to what it, are you doing? Stop this video right now. It. Go listen to the song a hundred times. Then maybe come back to the video. Then go back and listen to it a hundred more times because this deserves way more views than it's getting right now. I mean, granted, five million for a new like a, a, a group that literally just debuted this year. Is it? Yeah, that's a that's bonkers numbers, and like getting one million on their comeback stage is also bonkers. Like he, I would have never expected it, like this type of output for from his nine. It's just incredible. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have. Um, well, that should be that should say uh, Dancing Queen. Um, this is a sort of like. I don't know, if I were to compare this, it, it's another song that kind of reminds you of, like, TTS in some way, or just maybe Soshi in some way. Like, I get those kind of vibes, mostly just because of the, uh, like, the piano line, the dun 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 like, it's just got that really, like, jazzy R&B vibe um, that they tend mm-hmm. to uh, uh, lean towards, so I'm obviously gonna like this. And yeah, like, I'm a sucker for really catchy piano lines, um, and hey, it's a freaking, it's a... 
naming it Dancing Queen, it's a cover of the Soshi song. Yeah, it's a cover of the Soshi song. But not really. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, for me, this is the only... This song is like... I don't know, it's a little weird for me. Um, I like it, but the instrumentals are like all over the place. Like you said, like the piano line's just like crazy and all over the place. Um, And there's just like random different guitar parts coming in and like... It doesn't really make a lot of sense, like, musically, um, which is definitely the point of the song, but for me, like, it's hard to focus on the singing mm-hmm. because of it. Okay. Um, I do like the song. Also, there's a piano solo, so it gets bonus points. Yeah, But that piano one, solos. It, it did, it did, like, make it a little hard to focus, so I had to, like, it's definitely my least favorite of the three, um, but... It's it's still a good song. Well, I mean, I th- it's kind of like at least for me, it's nothing. Obviously, none of the album tracks are going to beat Love Bomb, but I mean, I, I well, no, I, yeah, Love Bomb's far. Love Bomb's just like like S tier basically in terms of songs, but I mean, I still did enjoy it, like to, yeah. to some degree. And finally, we have or the last of the songs we're going to cover will be um, "Coloring." I can't read the Moon Runes, so I'll just say the English title. Uh, this is another one I actually really liked. Um, just I really love like the sort of like uh, vocalization that they do, like that sort of like really like cutesy sort of um, um, group choral vocus, uh, cor- vo- vocal chorus. Uh, it's another one where like I-, I feel like a lot of the strength in from his nine so far that they've uh, proven is or they've done a really good job of giving them really solid instrumentals that they're able to build on because even stretching back to like Duggan Duggan or 22 Century Girl, like all of these, like they, like they, they have a, they have a pretty good, um, just like collection of, uh, like instrumentals when it comes to like, uh, their entire catalog so far this year. So I think that's a, that's a huge strength that they've been leaning into. And even again on this, on this track, cause I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, in, just sort of uh, maybe if you're like comparing it against other songs, it might not stand out as much, or might be not, might not be as intricate. But I do feel like the instrumentals are what, or how they, how how well their vocal line fits with these instrumentals is what I really enjoy about this track. And honestly, just like all credit to them, all credit to them, because again, like the the biggest complaint or the biggest um sort of like limiting factor from his nine was everyone was like oh it's just a visual group everyone that picked was they picked was just super pretty and they've Mm -hmm. managed to sort of overcome that um uh predisposed uh like i don't know like like prejudiced sort of uh sort of thing and yeah i mean i i did too like i thought i thought it wasn't gonna be good because it didn't have like um the members I wanted or like the, the trainees that I wanted, um, like Natty, that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, they, they've managed to blow those expectations away tenfold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, the song, I thought like pretty much echo what you said, like it has an amazing instrumental line. Um, and I really like the use of group vocals, like for the chorus, I thought it fit really well. Um, also like the echo they use on their voices in some parts. Mm hmm. Um, really stood out to me um, and how the verses are minimalistic at first and then build to the chorus. I love when mm-hmm. songs do that. Um, so yeah, the song stood out to me a lot and like I said, it's I, I liked it better than Dancing Queen for sure, but uh, yeah, I like all three, all three songs on this album a lot. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, and 
and One, before we or before we oh, get into to, uh, the actual like scores, um, just wanted to note, bring up the fact that they have uh, they have uh, f- full from nine versions of yep. both Dugan Dugan and Twenty uh, Two Century Girl, Twenty Second Century Girl. Uh, which I think is a gr- that's a great move. That's a great move to sort of um, yeah, bring Goody yeah. back into the fold, considering she was away for uh, Produce Forty Eight. And goddamn, like, is there any? You, you think you think they come back for KCON next year? Because I really want to see. I really want to see them with Goody. All like, so bad. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, they're a f- they're a real group. It's not like IOI where they're. They're real, limit, so. and what their contract is like six years or something like well, that. Well, seven years. It's a, it's seven. a normal contract. Yeah, it's it's a um, long contract. So. so yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's possible. Um, I mean, I'm sure if even if they don't come back this year or next year, they might come back for a future one. Well, so worst comes to the worst, we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll track them yeah. down and we'll we'll, we'll Thing, go to Korea and and watch their events. Hopefully. Thing to note is those two tracks are only on the album. They're not. Yeah, on album only tracks. They did release uh, dance practices where they uh, um, showing how they incorporate Giddy, uh both in terms of like vocal line and uh, choreography, which is great. Again, that's like that's a great yep. move on them to sort of bring her back uh, immediately. So. Uh, if you are, for those that aren't familiar, we do, we rank our albums on a 10 point scale, uh, six, uh, with a, a maximum of six out of six for music, uh, maximum of three to three for the concept and the like sort of visual aspects of it. And uh, one point, uh, a maximum of one point for bias. So that being said, I am giving this album a maximum of six out of six for music because every song on here was just perfect and i want i wish this was a full mini album because i need more of from his nine and I, they're probably not coming back but they're probably not coming back until 2019 to be completely honest but i mean it'll be worth the wait mm-hmm. hopefully concept is the only one i'll i won't give full marks on just because again i feel like just maybe just a little bit more when it comes to the choreography just again because i feel like i love like like the biggest reason why i fell in love with like I'd say, Duggan Duggan has the better choreography, but I'd probably say Love Bomb has the better song, just like objectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, yeah, the 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 choreography of Duggan Duggan is what the big reason why I fell in love with it, and just seeing it live just exacerbated that to, to a bigger degree. So, just yeah, maybe just bring it up a, a, a notch more, and I'd probably I would not be afraid to give them a, a perfect score. And if they can release an album like this again, and I'm obviously gonna give them a bias point because yeah, I'd probably I'm probably I'm probably like. Uh, I'm probably one of the biggest from his nine fans on here now. I love this. I love him so much. I need to see them live yeah. again. Just because it was such Talking a Talking fle- to the guy who owns all their albums. <laughs> I don't need to own all their albums to show my love. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, that's a that's a nine out of ten, and I've I never expected to give this group a nine out of ten. To be completely honest, so I'm I'm shocking yep. myself here. Okay, uh, for me, uh, I did only a five out of six for music. Uh, mostly for just had to knock a one point off for Dancing Queen. Um, it didn't. It didn't feel like a perfect album. It felt close. Um, but I did give them a three out of three for concept because of how much I liked the music video, how much I liked the choreo, how much I liked the styling. Um, I thought it was it was fantastic. Uh, so I gave them a three out of three, and then I did give them a bias point. So I also gave it a nine, um, which means it's a nine overall, and it gets shiny. It gets the truly yep. Daybox seal of approval. So, Thank God. As long as Jacob wouldn't have given it like a seven, it would have gotten it anyway. Maybe <laughs> yeah. even an eight. 
And I mean, I'm so. pretty, it seems like there's no way he's not gonna like a song that's written by no. the same. Well, people he loved that. he liked to love bomb. I think so. Yeah, and I mean, even though it took him forever to listen to it. <laughs> I know, yeah, but I mean, yeah, just really just great job, and also just um. Just in general, it's crazy to see how much musical progression from his nine has made in one in less than a year. Because if you think at mm-hmm. where, like if you think at where they are, like at the beginning of the year with like I don't know, just like heart to heart and like all that sort of stuff. Like that was last year, but like if you think at where they've got, how far they've just like progressed musically, it's incredible. Yeah. They've basically done. They've basically gone from like I don't know, just like maybe like a kind of like a cutesy girl group Soshi type thing to all like a really like experimental sounding like Red Velvet type thing in the span of a yeah. year. So imagine what their next album is gonna sound like if they're progressing at that sort of yeah. rate. And um, Blackpink. <laughs> they have more. They have they have more character. They have more uh, uh, character progression than Blackpink. <laughs> but um, and also just the. Um, both from his nine and uh, eyes one are under the same management group now, so this makes me super. I am I am super intrigued and super hopeful of how they how they'll approach eyes one. If it's this level of quality, oh my god! Like this, like yeah. I, I I I might meet. I hope I don't overhype myself too much, but like this really gives me hope about like the new. Um, it's like. I forget the name of the the entertainment company that they formed to manage from his nine and um, eyes one. I think it's like something the line media entertainment. I don't know something like that. But um, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm really I'm really optimistic about that. So yep. Okay, uh, let's move on to topic three, which is Wiki Miki's Kiss and Kicks mini album. I have both versions that I'm you, one, like just just like mad. from this. I'm gonna open both of them and see what photo cards I got because I didn't open them. Wait, you have to read the um, section, dude. <laughs> no, I know. I will get to it. Well, I'll, uh, while we're talking, I'll open them. While I'm talking, just try, plastics, try opening it. Yeah, the plastics, uh, stupid. Um, but yeah, so the first song is "Crush," which is the uh, single. It's a cover and, uh, of it's, it's a cover <laughs> of the IOI song. Rest <laughs> in peace. Um. But, uh, but no, yeah, like, so going into this, um, obviously, like, their first two songs were, like, super girl crush, um, and the teasers were, like, super edgy, um, and I actually like how this song worked out, because it starts out like it's gonna be Blackpink style, like, girl crush, like, super hardcore, edgy song, um, and then it transitions more into a standard girl group pop song. And I actually liked that um, because I felt like if they just straight up went with the the like girl crush edgy song, like it would have been less interesting if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Because it would have just been like, "Hey, you're doing Blackpink style song. Um, your other two stuff was girl cr- like girl crush." Um, the guitar buildup before the chorus is amazing. I need more rock music with girl group songs, so uh, I thought that was great. And then I, um, I thought the music video was fantastic too. Obviously, their styling is insanely good, um, especially Doyeon. Uh, oh yeah, she saw the show uh, in this. I mean, when but, when uh, is she not? But more than usual. Yeah, but even still, like there, the fact that the I loved the music video like perfectly represented the song to where 
Like, they're trying to be all edgy, and they have, like, weapons, and they're trying to be criminals, <laughs> and then they're just, like, super clumsy with them, and, like, yeah, it's just, like, they're just making fun of themselves with how they're they're trying to be edgy, but they they can't, and, like, that's exactly what the song is, with it starting out, like, a Blackpink-style song, and, like, going into more standard girl group. So, like, I just thought the music video fit so well. Their styling's so good. I, I like the choreo a lot. Um, yeah, overall, I was really impressed with this. I, I actually had pretty low expectations, so that might have helped. Um, but I thought it was great. Uh, I'm sort of in the other camp for us. It's probably because I had high expectations, because I, I loved both, or I, I really loved uh, La 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 La, or whatever, <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah. the last song, um, a lot. And, I yeah, I enjoyed uh, Wiki Mickey style, so this sort of transition away, I... I don't know. I'm still. I'd say like I'm still kind of like iffy about it. Um, that being said, I still mm-hmm. I, I still enjoyed the song for the most. Like, it's one of those rare situations where I say I give it a, like a point seven five, where I don't hate it or I don't think it's meh, but I don't love it entirely. There definitely is a bit of. Oh no! Did you drop? <laughs> did you drop the album? <laughs> I dropped one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's fine. It's sort of an in between ish sort of situation, but I don't. Yeah, I don't really hate the song, but yeah, I mean, I'd say I don't know. I, the, the way that um, Wiki Mickey does their type of like girl crush I feel is kind of unique in the landscape of K-pop at this point so I don't know I don't necessarily yeah. know how I feel about them going towards more of a traditional sound that being said I'd say the the chorus definitely brings it back in line a bit more mostly just because like the Yu Jung parts <laughs> yeah definitely they, it definitely uh, it doesn't abandon their uh, unique take on girl crush entirely so that that's an interesting sort of uh, blend that they um that they put on this. Uh, that thing's again. The, the the styling is amazing, and like they, uh, out of all all the IOI branches, I'd probably like theirs the most. I mean, maybe Gugudan, Gugudan, and like Lujasanya um, is like kind of there too, but Gugudan, I yeah. just like it because it's weird. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but like in terms of like legitimate like styling, I I really like theirs. Um, I don't know how I feel about like the nose ring with Doyan though. That's just kind of weird to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. Well, the lip ring's the even, uh, like, weirder know. one. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of... Why? Did you get her? Uh, so I did. Well, because you get four, which is great. So I got to, I got to young with the lip ring. Oh, um, my God. In this album. I also got Rina, who is probably my non-IOI bias. Um, so that's great. And then there's this group photo card. And then on my other album... I got this is that was that was the edgy version. This is the cute version. Oh. Um and I got Lua and Suyun. So See that's the funny thing about Wacky Mickey is that like it's impo- like I can't think of Yu Jung as anything or I can't think of Yu Jung as like either sexy or sort of like serious or like edgy yeah, girl no, crush. Yeah. It's so funny just because she's so cute. I can't imagine yeah, her yeah. doing all this sort of stuff. <laughs> Which is why yeah, I guess like ridiculous. they this is why I guess why they like they tend to go with Doyon in terms of like I mean well Doyon's a visual obviously, but um like she definitely fits mm-hmm. the, the concept more than uh, Yu Jung does. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, moving on to True Valentine. Um, so this, I like. I actually like really like this type of. I don't know how to describe this type of girl group song. Um, uh, just, I pretty much, I pretty much <laughs> called it. It's or 
it's pretty much the Wikimiki's entire concept as a group is they're doing 2012-2013 Soshi songs. Like, I got a boy air. Yeah. They made an well, entire yeah, group out of the like, I got a boy air. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, like, very bouncy beat. Like, it's... I, the way I wanted to describe the song, it sounds weird, is this is like a girl, like a hype song for a girl group, if that makes sense. But yeah, in a way, like, like I, it, I got a boy It's was nothing like a, like a guy song. group hype song. But this is what I think of when I, like, this is, to me, a girl group hype song. Yeah. Um, is, like, the best way I could describe it. And I really like this type of song. Um, I think the instrumentals are great. I think it complements mm. our singing really well. Um, and yeah, it's just, like, a really fun song. Um, it's, like, upbeat hype. It's not, like, intense hype, like a yeah. guy group hype song. Yeah, the, I'd say, um... The instrumentals, again, it's another song where the instrumentals definitely help sort of enhance the uh, vocal performance that they have on here. They have a lot of, like, bel- they have some, mel- it's n- not major belting, they have some belting, which definitely fits with the sort of uh, style the song is going for, but, um, mm-hmm. oh man, if the, when I heard the when I heard this for the first time, I was like, wow, this could be a single. Like, you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think of this as, like, yeah. a, just a typical album track, and that's definitely one of, been one of the strengths of WikiMiki. Um... Stretching back to their last uh, album with like stuff like Iron Boy, where just like really solid album tracks that I've yeah, Iron definitely, Boy and Metronome, yeah, just really good um, uh, releases. Which is why I was kind of sad that this was only a single album, just because yeah, like, a lot of their a lot of their there's some people like I think Flick Flixer on our Discord said that he there's some cases where he prefers some of the album tracks on WikiMiki um, albums to the actual singles themselves and I could see I could see an argument yeah. for that honestly just because like Iron Boy is just an insane song um, and yeah this oh, is yeah, an awesome yeah. song as well like I could I, I don't know if they, this is probably I could see this being the song that they promote um, the, the um, alongside uh, Crush it is I, I feel like it oh is it is because yeah, it's it, a song like this is just like tailor made for having a, a, a choreography um, put to it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, this is their extra song. Um, I couldn't. There wasn't any full versions. There's just like the one minute version. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did perform this. Uh, and finally, we have Deer, um, and it's the ballad on the album. Um, for this though, like the guitar lines on the song are really, really good, in my opinion. I thought uh, it really stood out. Um, and obviously their singing is fantastic as well. Um, so yeah, I was really impressed with this ballad. Uh, this probably was the only miss for me, which is kind of sad because I've been a really big fan of Full Bloom, uh, the production team behind this song. I've been a big fan of their what they've done with the WikiMiki and other groups. But yeah, this, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I'm, I'm just kind of tired. Like there's a lot of girl groups that do this same type of like electric guitar um, ballad type thing. It's definitely been a trend in k-pop and in western music as well so it's just it's kind of been overdone but it's all right yeah i mean it's nothing too bad but just in comparison to how much i enjoyed crush and true valentine it just kind of pales yeah um yeah that leads to the ratings uh so for me i gave it a five out of six for music um i thought all three albums all three tracks were great um but it wasn't it didn't like it just didn't have that extra kick to be a six out of six for me. Um, pardon the unintentional pun. Um, <laughs> it's called kiss and kicks. Um, uh, but uh, for styling, uh, once again, I gave this a three out of three as well. I thought everything about the music video, the styling, the choreo is fantastic. Um, so I thought it, I felt it deserved a three out of three, and so and then a one out of one for bias. So I gave it a nine as well. Um, same score as from us. 
Uh, on this, I, t- I I I took points off for music. I just gave it a five out of six, just because again, I again I'm kind of iffy and crush, or just like not entirely sold on it. And Deer was all right, but I, I'd say again, mm. I I definitely would have liked. It's one of the rare situations where I probably would have enjoyed the, the album more, or I could have given it full marks if it had more tracks, just because again I feel like they they always have one of Wacky Mickey's strengths is they always have a lot of to offer in terms of unique um, album tracks. So I would have liked to see more of that because it just was a bit more one track in terms of uh, conceptual or just like sounds or genres that they um, tackled on this single album. Um, I was, it was so hard to like go, I was going back and forth between two and three in concept, but I ended up giving it a two out of three for concept just because yeah, it's another situation where again, I, I liked the, the previous, I liked their previous choreography. Whereas I felt like this one just like tiny bit part that was missing. That being said, I did still enjoy the ridiculousness of the visual or like the music video and, all of like the nonsense with the weapons and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is incredible. Um, and yeah, I'm obviously giving him a bias point because I love Wikimiki, so that's an eight out of ten. I have no idea how this would with this average. Uh, it would be an eight point five, so technically it would round <laughs> up to a nine because uh, we round up. Oh so. my god! <laughs> is everything it just is. gonna get? Is everything just gonna get a shiny? <laughs> have we done that uh, before? Maybe. Uh, I think we. I think there was one episode where we did. We just. We, it was just like um, a full on al- uh, album review episode and we just gave everything a shiny <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll um, see yeah we'll see but yeah so this is a 9 out of 10 um I I suspect if Jacob was here it wouldn't be a 9 out of 10 yeah he'd probably give it an 8 <laughs> he'd probably give it an 8 but, but Jacob's he's not, not here, here so oh, yeah oh, well, I, 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 fan I, boy gets his day I don't, I don't mind I don't mind either <laughs> I, do, I still do enjoy uh, Wiki Mickey so yeah they definitely I'm, I'm still yeah. happy with uh, the music they put out Okay, let's move on to topic four, which I guess I didn't re- like mention it at the beginning of the episode, but there's five topics today. <laughs> uh, oops. Well, Whoops. someone's going to be surprised when there's a fifth topic, but whatever. Uh, this is topic four. Uh, we are doing April's mini album, The Ruby, although it's, it's like barely mini album. It's only four songs. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is, yeah, it, it has the same It's one amount. of those mini albums that's like, eh, you're cutting it close. Like if you take into um, consideration from his nine's uh like CD only tracks it like that yeah, like from nine has, has more track yeah, from nine has yeah. more tracks than this mini album <laughs> yeah and from nine's a technically single album yeah exactly um but uh yeah we've reviewed uh, April's last couple releases um they're a smaller girl group that we not um, a lot of people talk about but we yeah. we usually try to re- review their stuff because we enjoy it for the most part and because DSP um. <laughs> Also, because, yeah, DSP fanboys. Um, but the first song is OEO, um, and it's never a bad idea to start an album with Tropical House. It's not <laughs> or really. Or Tropical tr- House inspired. It's, it, I was going to say, it's not actually Tropical House, but there's definitely More elements like of Tropical, Tropical House. House in there. If anything, it's, it's just. Yeah, like- yeah. It's Trop. <laughs> okay, Popical House is a thing now. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. no. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on. We should cut that out. So before pop, somebody actually. Somebody's going to steal that shit. Somebody's going to steal that idea. Somebody's gonna, somebody way more famous than us is going to steal that and coin that nobody's term. Just, nobody listens to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, pop, it's definitely Popical House. <laughs> Um, which is my new favorite word uh, or genre. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say it's technically not Tropical House, but it's Tropical House influenced pop song. Um, but yeah, I thought obviously for me it's a great great way to start an album. Um, I just thought it was a really it had some like really catchy vocal lines. Obviously the OEO parts like um like just really catchy and fits really well. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I enjoyed the song a lot. 
obvious for obvious reasons. Yeah, it's an. It's, I really enjoyed this song. Again, surprise! Like Gabriel's kind of been on the roll for me, on a roll for me um, so far um, this year, just in general. Um, just because I really, it's another group where I really love their vocal line, and this OEO probably like showcases that their vocal talent more than the actual single ends up doing, just because stylistically it just fits better with um, better or more. In, intricate vocals but yeah and it's like a really it's a really good blend of that sort of like pop um like sort of like tropical house um infused um like really upbeat girl group song and again yeah they definitely the what carries this more than just the instrumentals for me is the strength of that vocal line that they have yeah yeah exactly uh next we have the single which is oh my mistake Oh my um, mistake! God damn! Yeah, oh, I, I yeah, hate them so very, much. It, the instant time—it's—it's it's one of those songs where the instant you hear the the what's name, the, you're like, well, you know, you start singing it. What's with all the girl? Like literally, just like all the girl or this and um, like love bomb, like la la love bomb. Oh my mistake! Yeah. Just like super like earworm, like dangerous earworms. If anything, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, for this song, uh, it's fantastic retro style song. Um, I thought it was great. It has catchy chorus, like we said just now. Um, it has great vocal lines, it's great instrumentals. Um, I thought the choreo and the styling were on point too, especially in the music video. Um, it really fits that retro vibe. Uh, yeah, like, like you said, I think, like, April's been on a roll. Like, they... They've been putting out some fantastic stuff, and I think they're they're definitely an underrated group. Um, mm-hmm. Super. They underrated. started out being being super like they're not super, but like pretty generic, like cutesy yeah. girl group, like doing like a pink style stuff, which I loved, and which is why I followed them. Um, but it's obviously it's obvious why they didn't really pick <laughs> up steam, um, just because it's the industry's flooded with that. But they've been trying a lot of really unique things lately, and I like. I hope they keep getting like they're not really getting recognition for it. But I hope they do start. Yeah, getting it. I, and that's um, the thing. It's they're they're still averaging about maybe one mil, two mil, when it comes to views. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean that's just that might just be just in terms of DSP as a company in general. Just doesn't have much exposure outside of card. Like yeah, even card yeah. to some degree still struggles uh, in terms of getting views. So it's it's the unfortunate sort of situation. Because yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree that they deserve way more. <laughs> than what they're getting right now. Yeah. What do you think on the song? Um, man, at first I it's another song that it definitely had to grow on me a bit. Um, just because, and I mean, it, it it's not perfect. Um, in terms of instrumentals, that um, I, I'll just get like the negative out of the way. I'd probably say that, um, because a lot of like the whispery nature and like the high pitched nature of some of their voices, I feel like it would have been nice to sort of complement that with uh, a bit more of a low end in terms of the instrumentals. Because like the synth that they're using is just like a really high pitch, and I mean they, there's kind yeah. of like a bass um, line going on in the background. It just doesn't. It's not as um, loud. Um, so yeah, again, it, it in that sense it feels a bit more empty but it's not something that sort of ruins the song entirely mostly just because i'm a really big fan of these retro sounds and definitely mm. i love i'm all over this like vaporwave ass like 
retro music video with like I like the, the screenshot. Yeah, I, yeah used. I knew this video was like instantly gonna <laughs> appeal to you. Yeah, obviously, like the, the the screenshot I use is like a like it's a it's a freaking fur covered VHS player with like a blue and yellow VHS and everything. I'm just like I'm all over this shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, with singles, it's yeah, I mean, two for two. Um, because I love the Bluebird. Um, because I was the Bluebird is basically a Uji Sonya song. Whereas this, I don't know how I would exactly describe this song to be completely honest. And maybe that's a good thing. Whereas I feel like yeah, they, it's not really comparable. Or something. It's it's good that they're sort of taking a more original. Um, they're striving for a more original yeah, sound because that was I'd say that's my biggest that was my biggest complaint with April for the longest time is that I couldn't necessarily pick out their music amongst the crowd so to speak whereas this yeah. is iconic from the start and um yeah just like in all aspects of it um I really I really did enjoy it um just like to maybe touch on the visuals a bit more like if anything, like the, the lead up to this definitely reaffirmed my love and my bias for Chae Young because Jesus Christ Almighty. I don't know, maybe it's just I have something for sports bras and ponytails, but I was like, holy shit. I'm just like, no wonder, no wonder. It, 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 it's not just, it, it, I'm just like, oh my God, yes, it's not just because she was an anime character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no, like, they did great with this. I think, again, maybe the only minor complaint would be uh, the choreography, but I mean, I don't really expect too much out of April's choreography, to be completely honest. So, yeah, yeah. It definitely, it, it was par for the course in terms of expectations, but. Yeah, like this song mm. is just too. It's dangerously catchy. House, like the, this song, honestly, you wouldn't necessarily expect it. For mostly just beginning it, it's like a really good blend of that sort of synth and um, maybe just sort of like the slightly repetitive nature of the vocals that they they use towards the chorus. So yeah, th- I don't know where I'd put it in the grand scheme of things against like Mayday and the Bluebird, which are probably my favorite April songs. But it's definitely mm-hmm. up there. It's definitely up there if I were to just rank it like uh, at, at at first blush. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next, we have Story. Uh, so this is more classic April style. Um, it starts off like pretty ballady, but it builds uh, constantly to the chorus. Um, and the chorus is like really bouncy, uh, and I really like like that. I don't know. That's the best way I have to describe it, but I thought it worked really well. Um, and like I said earlier, I really like songs that do that, where they, they build a lot. Um, so I I definitely liked this um, as their kind of throwback original style song for the album. Yeah, this is definitely more k- akin to the stuff that they were putting out with like April Story or yep. like everything that was just like pre two thousand like sixteen two thousand seventeen um, style. Um, that being said, like I I I do enjoy it again because they're. They have a strong vocal line that helps to carry the song. I'd say the only thing that they need to do is there's a there's this funky ass bass line that's just super hidden in this track that they need to bring out more because it's so good. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, why are you hiding it underneath all these like uh, string instrumentals and everything? Like the world needs to hear this more. Yeah. So again, these are normally tracks that I probably normally just like write off. But when it comes to April, I yeah, the, the strength of the vocal line definitely sort of makes it stand out more to me. Yeah. Um, and finally, we have Love O'Clock, or no, Love Clock. Love Clock, Love O'Clock, you're thinking the... Just, yeah. <laughs> you're thinking the other song. Um, yeah, no, no, this is Love Clock. Um, and so this is more the upbeat, bubbly, like, girl group pop song, um, whereas Story was more like that ballady, innocent type song. Um, but yeah, the song, 
the one thing that stood out to me a lot is I really like the beat in the pre-chorus. Um, I can't really describe it, um, but that was definitely the highlight of the song for me. I don't know. This one was a hard note for me just because I felt like... Oh, really? I, I know what they're going for. I understand what they're going for. They're trying to go for like a twice sound with this, but I don't know. It just doesn't yeah. seem executed as well. Just not, a, not on the vocal front, just because I feel like the... I don't know, like the, the instrumental is just kind of all over the place for me. So that's why I just like a hard nope. Otherwise, yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's just like... I'd say the vocals were the only redeem or the, the saving grace of this. But again, you just think in comparison to how much I love the other ones. It's just another one that sort of like falls by the wayside. Yeah. yeah, it's probably the least favorite of ours. You you agree uh, um, on the album? Yeah, I, I yeah, put story. I definitely probably, put story over I, this. Yeah, I do like the song though. Um, but yeah, it's probably the least favorite. Hmm. Um. Okay, so we can get into ratings for April. Um, and for me, uh, I actually <laughs> uh, once again uh, I went five three one. Um. So <laughs> I like. I I thought the music was great. Um, like we said, like it, it for this one, it, it like it wasn't perfect. It's weird because like this one is more like from us, where I, the title track like really boosted the music um, to a five. But I didn't think it was perfect. Where like Wiki Miki, I thought it was like pretty even on all three tracks. I liked all three tracks a lot. Um, so. But yeah, so I gave it a 5 out of 6 for music as well. Um, really, like we said, like if Love O'Clock and Story were a little bit better, um, it would have got a 6 out of 6 for me. Um, but that's why... It, but it's a 5. I still think it's really good. Um, and yeah, for a third time, I thought music video... Cor- like, obviously, you said the, like you said, the choreo was... It wasn't a crazy, um, but they're not really a choreo group. Like, they're not known for that. Um, they're much more known for their vocals. Um, but I thought the styling, the music video were fantastic. Uh, so I gave it a three out of three for concept and then a uh, bias point. So nine out of 10 for me. Uh, all right. So I'm going for five out of six for music. Kind of echoing wow. your thought, thoughts. I didn't think you'd give it a five out of six. Which is uh, like, if you like my, as much as I love the bluebird, my, um, my gripe with that album, mini album was I felt like the, um, the album tracks didn't carry their weight enough, which is why I ended up. I believe I gave that a four mm-hmm. out of six for, for for music. But I feel like yeah, this this one definitely does a better job. I like the direction they're going in. I'm very interested to see where they take this direction because man, it's just like I hope they progress a bit more, and I hope this does better or this does well enough for them to not recant or not reconsider this the direction that they're taking the group in because I feel like a more mature direction is um, the right the right choice for them, honestly, to help them um, sort of stand out and maybe catch an audience. Uh, uh, In the future, I wouldn't mind another E1 track. E1 is the one that works with... He did the Bluebird, and that's why it kind of sounded like a... Uh, would you sonia tracks i wouldn't mind seeing maybe a return to that but i'd like to i do like the i, I for the most part it's a net positive uh the direction that they're going in uh both musically mm-hmm. and visually uh that being said yeah again i'm very strict when i'm still kind of strict when it comes to like visuals as for as much as Gloria, i yeah. yeah uh concept yeah just as much as i love jake young <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't give it a three just because i thought like and the vaporwave music video no, I, no, I, 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 I was it's another one that was very close and i'm just like do it does this really deserve am i really going to give it the vaporwave tax i feel like that might be like I, if we ever get super popular i feel like that everyone just be like all right 
make nothing but vaporwave music videos so we can get perfect like concept score. <laughs> vaporwave music videos for Tropical House song. <laughs> vaporwave music videos for everything, man. It fits everything. So that makes it yeah, two out of three. Um, even though they are like a vocal group, I did enjoy the choreography for the Bluebirds. So that being said, it, this this one definitely just again felt kind of par. Um in comparison but yeah definitely the, the visuals yeah. of this are just what I want them in terms of creativity it's where I want them to uh, go in so they I really like the direction this group is going in which is why I'm up I know we're not doing predictions until like the end next year basically but I'll just put this out at the end of the year I would not be surprised if April could pull a Momoland down the line because I could see I could see a concept like this like really blowing up to be completely honest with you like it just yeah. So if it takes like the right amount of exposure and like or the right timing. Yeah, it needs to be the right time, right place. But yeah, because I mean, like basically, like Mo- Momoland was kind of like middling around one, two, three mil before. Yeah. Like yeah, so it, it's not entirely out of the question for a group, uh, a group like April to blow up. So yeah, that's that's sort of like my like vague prediction if it may or may not come true. Uh, and one on one for bias point because I, I I've really come around with with April so. Yeah, I have to give them that bias yep. point. So it's an eight out of ten. But so, it, it gets, it's once again, <laughs> once again, <laughs> it's something that happens happen with two people. You get him in, and one person gives it a nine. It just you, you, unless you just like, yeah. b- unless you just like re- like review it's, bomb the score, like I'll give it like a four yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. It's, if it's, two it's, people give it a score that's one point, uh, like one point separated, it's always gets the higher <laughs> score, uh, which I'm not complaining. about. Jacob's gonna be like, so why the fuck do I have to? He's like, why, why do I have to put shinies in all these elements? <laughs> but they he, he gives them all like fours. <laughs> like while you weren't there, it. so uh, I'm I'm really um, happy with April with April's direction. So I hope they do yep. well. I might I might actually yeah, buy this album. I'm not, not even joking. Just because I'm just on the on the hope that I might get a Chick Young photo card. Because please, <laughs> I need to be blessed with this photo. This yeah, like the teaser photos for this were just incredible. That's probably what won me mm-hmm. over in the first place. To be completely honest, so good on DSP yeah. for all those te- all, just in the lead up to this. It's really like great marketing on their hand. Yep. So nine out of ten overall. And we will move on to our final topic, topic five, uh, which is Zion T's ZZZ album, which Andrew will be leading. All right. So, yeah, this is uh, Zion T's comeback for the year. Um, uh, it's been it's been a year since his last album, which I believe or mini album, which I believe was called like Cinema or something like that. Um, I mean, I've, I've been a big fan of Zion T since like. Uh, like Young Wabridge Day, or no, since um, uh, Eat, or uh, like the, basically like like 2015, 2016 maybe is when I really got into him. So yeah, I've just been a big fan, which is why we ended up missing the last album review, unfortunately. But I made I, I wanted to make sure we got around to it this time. So mm-hmm. um, there are seven tracks with a like album bonus sort of thing that I just threw in there at the end, um, just to like let you know we're not gonna cover it. Um, okay. Opening track. I didn't, I oh no! no it, 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 it was a, seven songs. So it was a previously released track. So oh, well, that's right. why. Okay. Yeah, it's so just it's like, like a single. Yeah, okay. so it, it, it's a, it's a bonus track basically. Um, uh, opening track first. We have ideal, um, and this is definitely a good showcase of Zionty's talent. It's yeah. This really, he has, he's probably one of the most unique voices in, in K-pop, or just in art, like among the R&B genre in general, just because he has a really nice, he does a really uh, unique balance of almost like talking or rapping, 
against a R&B beat for the most of the time, and it still works. Yeah, he, he still has, there's definitely an elegance and smoothness to Zion T's voice, but he's able to sort of transition that into this talking rapping style, which he recur, he uh, goes back to on some of the tracks on there, so I do like the cohesiveness in terms of that um, that style for him, and it, it works well. Surprise, like, I know we were kind of, when, um, like, he's done, like, more, like, trappy songs a bit, which we was kind of weird at first, but I, like... Um, like he's done stuff with Zico, uh, that's like way more trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he, he surprisingly uh, manages to transition between the two styles very well. Yep. Is that it for you? Yep. Honestly, uh, honestly, I don't know what your opinions are on, on Zion T's music to be so, completely honest. So I, yeah, I'm we'll very it. interested in hearing this. So it, it's weird. I, cause he, I don't know. I go back and forth. I, I really like his more ballady stuff like Yangwa Bridge. Um, but like his more like hip hop focused stuff, um, and like the more, I don't know, like harder R and B, I guess is the best way to describe it. Like basically like Trapping the more nasally he does his voice, <laughs> the less I like it, if that makes sense. Cause he yeah. definitely does that nasal quality to his voice. But when he's doing his ballady songs, like Young Wild Bridge, it's not as, he's singing more like fully. He's, he's probably one of the only artists that I because I usually I hate nasally voice for the most part but he's probably the only one that I yeah. can sort of tolerate it with and I don't know why necessarily I've never been able to figure out why I I enjoyed it more than like because I, I that's usually my first criticism when it comes to a lot of vocalists is just like it's too nasally for my taste but I don't yeah. know I guess I just like Zion T <laughs> yeah no I and I don't I don't hate it um I've definitely grown to uh, appreciate I definitely appreciate what he, his skills um he's definitely good uh, as for ideal um yeah like you said this is a good showcase of his skills I think this is also a good showcase of his his typical style um this is like this is his bread and butter um R&B style uh I really liked how upfront the bass was um but you could say that like, on a lot of tracks honestly which yeah, is, yeah, which is yeah. awesome this was actually Though, like, you, because it was, like, his typical song style, this is probably the one that stood out the least to me. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I could say that. Uh, I th- and I honestly think the funky instrumental part at the end is the best part of the song. Unfortunately. Like, I don't hate it. Mm, that's definitely what carries that it, That part though, stood out like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't hate Zion T. Um, he's just not something I would go out of my way to listen to, mm-hmm. but you'll hear what my, the rest of my thoughts. Uh, next up we have the, uh, single, uh, for this, uh, album, which is Hello Tutorial featuring Solgi of Red Velvet. So right off the bat, uh, so right off the bat, that's just, I, a, that's I should have grabbed my, uh, grab my light stick. Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat, that's an awesome collaboration right there. Just like two of the best vocalists yeah. in all of K-pop, just like match made in heaven basically and um mm-hmm. one of my biggest worries when Zion T decided to sign with Black Label which is why G was that oh, I thought he'd get all the creativity taken away from his from his uh, music and everything but it's literally been the opposite where he's just had more creative freedom than I think he's ever had both visually yeah. and musically um <laughs> like well, I, he, he literally got Solgi because he's a rebel of. <laughs> That's what he said in, a, in an interview. I mean, he's like, I just did what any Red Velvet fan would do. <laughs> like, just this ass. 
<laughs> just asked if I could collaborate with Sulky. That's awesome too. I mean, because again, like it, it's there's no love lost between YG and SM. Like it's very rare. Like no, any yeah. of their artists collaborate, but that's why. Yeah. The interesting thing is, this is under the Black Label's own channel. Like they took off all the YG branding. Like his, they used to upload. Yeah. Um, they used to upload uh, Zion T's music onto the YG channel. Just, but yeah, they, they spun off Black Label onto its own channel because it seems like their Black Label is starting to become a bigger and bigger thing. So that's it. Yeah, they probably want to separate themselves. From <laughs> they want to disassociate themselves. <laughs> it's like we're not YG. We're not YG, basically. And I mean, it, it's right because yeah. it basically the Black Label is almost the antithesis of everything we find wrong with uh, how YG operates. Honestly, it's just like they have creative. Free Freedom, yeah. They are able to do creative concepts, not despite Teddy being the guy in charge of the Black Label. Not everyone has to be produced by Teddy, so it's it's definitely the more interesting um, label of YG's labels. Uh, as for the actual song, okay. here oh, I'll, I'll give you the quote before we start. Though he said, "As someone is a huge fan of Rev Velvet, I felt like I should ask one of them to feature on the song. I wanted to work with Sulgi because she has such a nice voice, and I thought it would go really well with this song. I'm so grateful she agreed to do it. I think I did what any Rev Love would do. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so you actually used their fandom name too? Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so yeah, on the as for the actual song again, it's just." It's another really big standout. Like I, the song, like which was the name of the, the his single from last year, was again just like a, a very creative, whimsical, um, like musically like intricate track. And again, this is just another one of those just great follow up in terms of that. And I really do have to gush about this music video. It's so cool oh, it's and so unique. good. Yeah, like just again, like he. Like, if you look back to Yangwa Bridge, it's just literally him in the back of a freaking car. And, like, this, he's just doing, like, straight up, like, he's basically recreating Inside Out, like, the Pixar movie. Except it's yeah. him and Sulgi, like, driving, like, human beings and, like, he's, like, yeah, leaking like from, like, the... Kids. Yeah, it's, it's such a cool, like, sort of, um, concept. And, again, it's just, like, it's something that exactly... It perfectly uh, conveys like the sort of message and like meaning of the track, and yet I really enjoy like the music videos that he's been able to get um, under the black label. <laughs> also, just mm-hmm. not even joke. This might be the first time I've ever seen Zion T's eyeballs. Not even joking. If you look in the music <laughs> yeah. video, he's wearing regular glasses, not sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even at KCON, in like a dark ass yeah, like yeah, arena, like he has sunglasses on. So, like th- th- this might be like the f- this is like breaking news right here. Zion T actually has eye eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Um. And, but yeah, for me, uh, was, did, were you done? Oh yeah, just like like obviously Sulky fitting it like literally oh, yeah, like yeah. we don't have to say much on that honestly. Just like Sulky is Sulky. Yep. Um, yeah, for me, I thought this was fantastic. Um, it's that more, like, cute, ballady R&B song, uh, like, duet. Um, and yeah, I think their vocals fit, like, oh, so well together. Solgi obviously sounds amazing. Um, and yeah, like you said, I wanted to just gush about the music video, because it's utterly adorable. Um, <laughs> it's, and, the like, most, it's the most wholesome music video of the year. It is. It's <laughs> ridiculous. And, like, not only is there Solgi, but there's even a bunny in it. There's a bunny so in this the music video. Like, what, I know. It's, why it's the fuck so is the bunny adorable. there? But who cares? It's that's a fucking bunny. <laughs> it fits them so well. Um, and yeah, like it's just just the concept is great. It fits the song so well. Like yeah, that really stood out to me. Like the song is fantastic, but yeah, the music video like blew me away. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, just like yeah, basically, just we're really both in love with this song, and I, I think. I think Sulky or SM should return the favor. They should have they should have them do a, a Station Zero song together. Just like, that'd be oh yeah, perfect. that'd be great. Actually, no, 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 not just with Sulky. I want him to do a collab for collaboration with like all of Red Velvet. Imagine no, just imagine a Velvet Red Velvet track with Zion T as a with feature. Zion T featuring that'd be, yeah. that. That destroy that, that that destroy the music charts basically. That like that that get an all kill basically. <laughs> Come yeah. on, SM. I'm giving you free ideas here. Take them. Next, we have uh, My Love, which is one of the, the only song that has an English title or is only an English title. Um, yeah. Again, it's just a... This is actually probably my favorite song on the album, just because I'm, re- I'm a really big fan of this style of uh, Zion T. Like, this is just like... When I think Zion T, I think like this style of like crooning with like the electric guitar in the background sort of thing. Um, just because Zion T is like the perfect, like I want to get fucked up on a, like a midnight drive type of music. And that's the yeah, type yeah, of yeah. person that I am, unfortunately. So I yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, Zion T on my, uh, my smooth as fuck slash like emo playlist. Um, again, it's just, I, that's just sort of been a recurring theme, like all, all day with these, uh, albums is just like how perfectly intertwined these instrumentals are with the vocals because again this guitar this really like smooth electric guitar it's almost like off on off asking sort of like the yeah the production of it and like the bass line like Zion T is like the only one that didn't try to hide the bass lines on this and like all credit goes to um he collaborates with PJ a lot PJ is another our um PJ's a producer under um, under the Black Label. He released an album this year. It's just he basically does the primary thing where he just get, invites a lot of other singers. So I'm really I've become a really big fan of PJ's uh, production style. Um, and again, I just like he harmonizes against himself and everything. And I'm just like, uh, like this is this is Zion T for me basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For me, uh, yeah, I thought. I pretty much agreed with you what you said. Uh, it's not my favorite song. I think the title track's my favorite song, um, or the single. Uh, but like, yeah, I thought this was a great song. The guitar part, it's really good. Um, I just really like how funky and chill it is. Um, also, I really like the falsetto chorus. Uh, that stood out a lot to me. Yeah, Zion is probably one of the best when it comes to male vocals and falsetto. And I mean, it's pretty. It's yeah, no yeah, surprise yeah. considering who he hangs around with. Like he he does stuff with like Zico and like Dean and like like he, he like the sort of just like uh, like friends or just like the sort of like his company. Like you definitely they all have the same sort of strengths when it comes to uh, their type of uh, music. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we have uh, Malagang, which featuring E-Sense, I, who I've never heard of, honestly. E-Sense, but, yeah. Yeah, but they had a great, they had a great uh, uh, rap line in this, uh, to be completely honest. So this is a really, like, kind of, like, experimental-sounding track, just in terms of the instrumentals. It's just, like, really weird, um, just, like, the sort of, like, like drum track um, going on and, like, the sort of, like, really nice um, electric keys going on in the background. Um also, it's home to the greatest, the greatest English line I've ever heard in a K-pop song before. Quote, I don't know why y'all asking me how many burgers I can eat. I'm already fat enough. Like, I don't know. I didn't look up the lyrics to the song, honestly. I don't know why this is in here, but I just accept it for what it is. It's so good. <laughs> I don't, like. I really don't know where it came from, but it's just awesome. And yeah it's it's something else that's literally what i said it's it's something else (laughs) 
Um, yeah, and again, this is it's another one of the tracks where Zion T is doing more rap than uh, actual, or he does a nice balance between the twos, which I again I really do appreciate his uh, multi talented versatility in that aspect. Yeah, um, if for me, like, yeah, this song just I know this wasn't really my style. It's that more hip hop focus, and like I said, like once the the more hip hop style stuff that he does, it just isn't really for me but the one thing i whatever like you said the instruments instrumentals like really experimental and weird um which i liked especially like whatever the super high pitched instrument they used like that part of the instrumentals like really stood out to me mm-hmm. um and i really liked next we have aha uh-huh. <laughs> which is uh uh-huh. Which has this—it's another like more hip hop style of track, and God, again, I just keep gushing about bass lines all day. But this has like the the, the nastiest bass line, oh, like the really like really funkiest bass line I've heard, and like it has a really nice like. There's a if you listen to the chorus, there's like a bit of sax like intertwined between it again. So yeah, it's another really just like good song where he just balances that uh, rapping and singing again. So just really more of what I I enjoyed from him. Hmm. Yeah, I thought this was this stood out a lot. I love the beat um and the, like the fantastic baseline for this. Um also the sax part is just so good. <laughs> it uh, comes out of nowhere too. Wait, like you wait, I know it does. <laughs> and it's just like anytime saxophone lines come up and sax solos come up, we have to mention them, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, really my only complaint with this song is that it's only 2 minutes long. Yeah, um, it needs it to be needs longer. A, I wish it was a full song. No, it needs a full sax solo. <laughs> like, just yeah, that. yeah, exactly. It needed a, like a one minute, just insane solo, um, <laughs> and it would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, "Sleep Talk" featuring Ohyok from uh, Yoko, or just Ohyok in general. Um, <laughs> Ohyok, Yoko. Uh, so yeah. I feel like it, I love the transition between uh, Aha and this song. I feel like yeah, they're, the juxtaposition of these two songs was definitely um, deliberate in um, putting them together because they're very, they flow together very well. Um, again, just like the instrumentals for this are just so weird because it's so like bare. It's literally just like one set of like extra keys and then the like the like this really like tiny like hi hat like in the background is super minimal. Um, and again, just like he's almost like whispering when it comes to like the vocal track. And obviously, I'm gonna love anything that uh, Ohyok is in. Just that's an awesome vocal collaboration as well. Just like the collaborations again, they're, they're kind of few and far between in the album, but where they happen, it's just very. I feel like they're very impactful and very meaningful with who he decided to collaborate with. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought this was cool. Um. Like the vocal style fits with the title so well. Like it's very mumbly and inarticulate. Um, and I thought Ohyuk fit really well with that too. Um, and did a really good job fitting in with that style. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a good song. And yeah, he gives birth to the title as ZZZ because they literally say ZZZ like in like the actual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because and he like the actual album cover. It's just literally him like knock the fuck out on a couch or something. It's really funny. And the last song we'll be covering will be Untold Story. Uh. I think this was a great uh, closing track. Um, it's definitely a lot more Young All Bridge than uh, more of the hip-hop style tracks that we've sort of had uh, prior on this album. And just, I really love, again, just another another really in- minimal instrumental track where it's basically just 
a two note sort of melody almost the entire way with like that uh, electric keys and I really love just like there's something it's almost like haunting or like really just like super emotional the way his voice uh, or he delivers his vocals on this like there's like a lot of emotion that you can feel coming off of this song so and again with that 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 two note just sort of helps persist long after he's done singing just like that's a really just like really good end way to end the track or end the entire uh, album and obviously you're not, you're not going to get you're it, it wouldn't be a Zion T album if he didn't have a really solid uh ballad track to showcase his, his vocal talent on yeah um yeah i thought like yeah, same, pretty much exactly what you said. Like, the vocals in this song are just fantastic. Um, and this is what I was talking about, where I like, this is the style of vocals I prefer from him. Um, also, the string line is really, really good, too. Um, so, yeah, this stood out to me. This is probably my second favorite on the album. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I could probably, I'd put this up uh, up there, uh, with along with Hello Tutorial and My Love. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it, it definitely, it, it, it's it's a conscious decision for them to put this at the end, and then the the eighth track is Snow, um, the song he put out earlier in the year with Imunse. Yeah, it was it was okay. a non album it was a non album single. So yeah, just like the, mm-hmm. the the two are very similar in terms of sharing the uh, like same sort of vibe. So yeah, like again, just great way to end the tr- uh, album. So uh, when it comes to rankings or just ratings. I'm kind of sad Jacob wasn't here for this because I rarely do this. Six out of six for music. Again, I just I loved every every song on this. It's like I yeah I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I really love Zion T's vo- uh, vocals. He's definitely one of my favorite um, male uh, solo artists. And just again, just to the level of consistency, he's able to um, get a uh, churn out when it comes to albums that he releases like yearly. Even it's just it's unmatched basically. And um, Mm-hmm. I, I really just have come to appreciate the artistry um, that he showcases. And I'm really glad that he's under the black label that where they're giving him the proper resources and they're allowing him the creative freedom to um, do this type of music. Uh, concept is three out of three because, again, just that music video, man. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, it's so perfect. Again, just like they, like they probably just they really they, it looks like they just give like Black Label just gives him a blank check and just like do whatever the hell you want when it comes to the music video because it's like all these intricate sets and moving parts. And that's that's not cheap. Like they're making all of these props and everything for the yeah, music yeah, video. Exactly. So like they like the, not even just like the like artist tree commitment or artist commitment it's just like the financial commitment that they're giving to zion t is just incredible and mm-hmm. if it was possible to give a two out of one i'd give one bias for zion t and one bias for sulky but unfortunately that's not <laughs> how our, our rating system works so it's just a one out of one bias and this is one of the rare times i give a 10 out of 10 again it's like that it's only happened what three this is the third time all year i've given a 10 out of 10 so you give stray kids what else sungry Oh yeah, that's right, Sungri. Okay, uh, for me, uh, you may have heard this somewhere before, uh, but I gave it a five out of six for music. Um, I I thought like despite this not being my style, um, I thought all the a lot of the music was really good. Um, the ballads uh, really stood out to me, or the ballad in Hello Tutorial really stood out to me. Um, so yeah, I gave it a five out of six. Um, and like you said, music video, just crazy, crazy good. Uh, so I gave it a three out of three for a concept. 
Um, and then Solgi gets my bias point. Uh, so, just like every other album I reviewed today, uh, it gets a 531, which is a 9 out of 10. Also unprecedented, because I gave every single album a 3 for concept, which I n- almost never give concepts I never, concepts I never do, three. yeah. I never, I and I gave th- all four albums 3 out of 3 for concept. All the music videos were so good. Yeah, just the like... The choreo's so good, like, the styling, just everything today, like... It was amazing. Yeah, um, so that is a 9.5 or a 10 out of 10 overall. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but it, it, it we've but unfortunately, I don't think we've given out an Oh no, we've given out an immaculate score before. Um the only immaculate score we've given out where every all three of us have given 10s, I believe was Sungry, but yeah, this is didn't it, I think I think cuz you gave Stray Kids a 10, right? I think we all gave Stray Kids a 10. Oh, okay, okay. So the yeah, there's very I think Jacob did. Maybe. I yeah. definitely did. Yeah, so but yeah, I mean, it's definitely deserving, and I mean, like, obviously, Zion T is definitely going to be up there for uh, mini album of the year, and probably like, um, like, um, male soul artist of the year, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm just really sad because he came, he came to New York uh, earlier in the year, but that was right, yeah. that was right when I got my flu, so I had to sell my yeah, ticket. Yeah, I was you, just like, oh no, yeah, you were gonna go see him, but. Oh. You didn't get a chance to. Oh, I hope he comes back. I, I mean, all of the, all these, all of them are coming, like, like Zico. Uh, Zico's coming next week, but I don't think I'll go. Um, Zion T's been here. Dean's been around. So, like, all these, like, male solo artists in K-pop are definitely sort of... um, They're definitely garnering a fan base here. It's not just... um, It's not just idol groups, thankfully, that are sort of starting to gain their popularity here in the West. So, definitely, I couldn't think of anyone better, uh, more deserving of uh, a 10, honestly. So, hats hats off to Zion T, honestly. Okay, um, that was it. That was the end of topic five, um, and I guess we will sign off now. Uh, is there anything coming up uh, for you, other than this contest eventually ending? Uh, <laughs> we have one. We have a winner. So worst case, you know, by the time this goes up, that person, by the time this goes up, there's probably a win- or by the time so the full probably. episode goes up, there we'll we'll be deciding the winner. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything much else on the docket unless um, there might be there might be a Luna cast coming up depending on what the heck this. Yeah, yeah. What XX is? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. So that might be on the that might be happening. Um, obviously, if card card might be due for a comeback at this point. I don't know. Um, maybe I don't know. I... November is like turning out to be utterly insane. Yeah. So there's no. So room. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, uh... I know we've twice. Twice repackage is coming out. There's there's just a billion things coming out in November. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. November is just going to be a but, super stacked month, honestly. So you, you were going to be a lot of reviews, probably. Yeah, definitely. Well, again, we're we're trying to balance it out more, definitely, because I know not everyone's going to want to listen to every review. But yeah, we'll we'll try to do our best. So please, if you can continue to uh, suggest topics for us, either through our the comments on our videos or by leaving us a a tweet or a mention just, uh, on Twitter at Truly Daybok. Um, yeah, or definitely. We, we post in Discord, or we definitely join the Discord. Mucho lit, uh, as always. That's that's yeah. definitely the, the easiest way to reach us is definitely through a Discord. I'm on there way too much yeah. during work. <laughs> it's addicting, man. I used to be, but yeah, lately I've been super busy at work, so yeah. I don't know how much. Yeah. Um. That being said, yeah, that that covers everything basically. I don't have any concerts, and so yep. I, the only concert I have possibly coming up is a J-pop concert. But uh, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there in November. Yep, I have day six in, yeah, like three weeks, three and a half weeks or whatever, but that's mm. it. Um, yeah, uh, I guess that's it for us. Um, yeah, like, 
like Andrew said, uh, join Discord, uh, subscribe, do all that stuff that you should do. Like uh, the videos, I guess, supposedly that does something. I don't know what, but it does something. Helps the algorithm. If you're on SoundCloud, <laughs> yeah, uh, tiny, say tiny hi. bit helps. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely um, leave the. How does SoundCloud work? Do they have, they have thumbs up? I, 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 I honestly don't you, know. You, you can comment on SoundCloud. Okay, yeah, it's something um, like that. Yeah, if you're if you're listening through us to um through our audio podcasts, definitely just we appreciate you guys as well. Uh, we mm. are still in the process. I know it's been brought up, but we are still in the process of trying to get our. Uh, podcast on Spotify. I have no idea what happened on the other end of that. Uh, so if it randomly shows up one day, we'll find out as you guys are finding out. But that's definitely something we want to figure yeah. out. We'll figure out because I know there's a lot of the other, a lot of our friends are on Spotify already. So that's definitely a big goal for us. Yeah, we could probably try reapplying or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's and it. That'll be it. Anyang, stay sulky. <laughs> Throbbingly sulky. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't stay throbbing too soggy. Right. Bye guys. Annyeong.